Okay, we are live. Mike, take it away. Hey, welcome back. (laughs) We've been gone for a hot minute. Um, So we're going to do our new episode. 2023, new year, new you. What does that mean for everybody? And how's everybody going about it? And how are people failing epically at it? In a spectacular fashion. (laughs) Do it spectacularly all day. So, with that being said, I'm under construction mentally, physically, and definitely physically. So, my new year so far is going okay, okay, okay. I knocked down 11 pounds. Oh, congrats. That's yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah. It, it hurts, but I like it. <clears throat> yeah. It hurts. My body's sore, but it's okay. It's called molding and sculpting. Okay. And then I'm gonna walk around here with a baby oil for a t-shirt. Um okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm totally kidding. Yeah, I mean okay, I'm in, okay. I'm All in right. Florida, so that could be done. I'm in Florida. That could be done. That could be possible. It's when I get to the winter climate right now. But yeah. The most part. So how about you guys? So 2023 has been um good for me thus far. Like right now we are in Prague. Um, so I'm enjoying that. And that was, that's one of our 2023 goals is to travel more. Um, because we have like less than a year left in Germany and we really just want to make the most of it. We started off our year in Germany. No, we started off our time in Germany in quarantine. So like literally the first year we did nothing. And then the second year it was like recovering from (laughs) doing nothing. And now we're in our third year and like, okay, I think it's time for us to, to do something. So for us, 2023 is really about being intentional about traveling. So every four day weekend, we are going to be somewhere, not at our house. Um, so that's the goal for us. But other than that, you know, I don't subscribe to New Year's resolutions. So I'm not trying to do anything other than travel and hibernate and yeah, hibernating while I'm traveling, if, if that's a thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> one borough to the next. <laughs> yes, right, right. One cozy place to the next cozy place. So. Anything wrong with that? Yeah, so that's that's what we have going on. Eating good food, being around good energy, and just, yeah, making the most of the time we have left here. Awesome. Prague sounds very je ne sais quoi, so I like it. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll have to get you out here to Europe. Uh, you know what the thing is? If I go, I'm just never coming back. I'm gonna just forego all of my more, all of my mortal possessions and just screw it. That's okay. Hey. That's what's up. I feel Tons the same of way. people do like that. I go not. Yeah, I was just walking past somebody eavesdropping in their conversation. They were talking about how they were backpacking across Europe for like years. So hey. To it, to it. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, uh, you know, that sounds like a doable thing. I think, you know, you gotta get in there and see what's up. Maybe just jump in. Let's get started. Not dipping my toe okay. and just going waist deep. Not neck deep, waist deep. Waist deep. Yeah. How's it going for you, Trish? Um, 2023 or 2022? New year, kind of like what New Year. Well, 
I'm continuously evolving. So every day I wake yes. up, there's something different and new about me that I'm completely embracing or fighting with or bitching with, or, you know, I mean, <laughs> I'm still very much me. Um, 2022 was really about recovering from 2020 and all yes. the other years prior to it. Like Jordan said, like everything just caught up and it was just a very, it was atrocious. It was atrocious. Yes. And still within that, I held onto my hyper independence and <laughs> powered through and, and made sure that I was trying to break the mold of like doing this on my own and reaching out to Jordan and other friends. Um, I did a lot of that in 2022, which was nice, but to get myself into that space, the avoidance was real. So I'm just queen avoidance mm. right now. I, I like the avoidance. That's me. And then when I trace it back to like my genetics, I'm like, Oh, I'm literally hardwired to be this way. And I'm okay yeah. with it because that's my happy space. And with that being said, it's all about hibernating, traveling, talking to strangers, talking to my friends, and then holding space for my friends because everybody's really going through some serious things right now. And it's and it's heavy. And I'm very intuitive. So like it's been really heavy. And I just I don't mask anymore at all. I don't even attempt to. So for 2023. I will continue to show up as is. Yes. Um, and I recognize that I, I only have so much time with people and that's okay. Um, I truly do enjoy being by myself to the point where, Mike, if I do get on a plane, I may not come back, but I do have kids and I know that they would miss me, but I've told them if I don't, don't be, don't be, don't be pressed. I just need like three months, don't take months it to myself. <laughs> don't take it personal. Like it, it's weird, but I was listening to Taraji Taraji Henson, she's, mm -hmm. um, she was like, Actress, I've yeah. been here like several times where I've burnt out of everything. I've done everything that I want to do. And I, I feel the same way where I'm just like, what is there now to do? Like, I need something else to look forward to. Primarily it's my ADHD, but hey, <laughs> it's work for me. It's my superpower. It's my gift when I could own into it. Um, and then there's times where I'm talking to folks and they want me to they're, they're very upset that I don't follow the systemic program, like the norm. And I'm like, oh, Lord, like, you know, like, and, and it just, it rings very loud to me, louder than it did before, ever before. Okay. So that's been super interesting. Um, it really has changed my mind as to, not change, but just pivot the way that I kind of flex and move with folks now. So 2022 was rough as hell. 2023, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. stronger now than I was last year. So, yeah. That's good. I don't know if that answered anything, but that's what it is. <laughs> Today. <laughs> 2022, like, I, like we were saying earlier, 2022 was whooping my ass and it got a lot of people's ass handed to them. So it was like mm -hmm. some of us handled it better than most and some of us was like, I know for a fact, I buckled underneath the pressure of mm in the hardest way possible. And you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm back at myself, you know, with the grace of God of like very, like you said, people that are very yeah. into that, that sense my energy dimming and the light in me fading away. So thank God they, yeah. they got in the universe aligned people to come in the right time when I was sinking. But boy, when I tell you I was in a shitty place, I was in, sorry. I was in, a, yeah, I was in the, Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? The dark hole just, you know, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it was. And I, I, I thought the Alice in, Alice in Wonderland hold right. Like I was like, what the hell yeah. am I doing down here? Like what the. Yeah, and it wasn't and it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a psychedelic trip drop. It was just like yeah, I'm being pulled no. up. And I don't know what it is. And I'm not high or anything. This is not good. I was just like it was. Yeah. It wasn't a good. But one. like Trish said, I think that was 2022 for a lot of people. Like I feel like it was a time of stripping away everything that no longer serves you. All of the things that had us blinded to our true needs and our true values and our true desires. Like I feel like all of those things were removed. And 2022 for me, I guess I can't speak for everyone, I can speak for myself, was really about getting back to the basics. Like, who are you? What do you need? What do you love? What are you passionate about? And everything else just throw it away. <laughs> like, just throw it away. Whether that's, you know, people, things, places, like everything that isn't in alignment with you, just let it go. If it's meant for you, it'll be there. If not, then it won't. So I think that was the hardest part, too, is like knowing that, yes, I'm fully aware that I'm here. You know, things are here for a reason, a season. And, you know, organically, we're, we're gods. And I get all of that. But to detach from those things, I was like, wow, I Hard. felt like parts of me were dying. Like every day I felt like I was dying and then I was rebirthing. And then, like uh, Mike said, emotionally, I felt like I was drowning. Yeah. And there was like my my just the emotional, the energy it took to exchange with people. It was like, it has to be at this level because if I keep going backwards, I, I'm just miserable. So I strived for those, those, um, those interactions with people that really kept my light and I'm seeing other lighthouses. Right. And I think 2022 was about finding other omens, finding yes. other lighthouses to kind of connect with. I love that lighthouses. And then yeah. When I went home, I went home like to Arizona at that point, I was like, oh, Lord, I'm spiraling again. But I went right back into that body of this is where you're working at. This is where all the stress is happening. And my body was just like, hey, let's go right back to where you started, even though you've left for almost like two years. So, it, yeah, it's um, it was interesting. Very interesting. And I think I do we not recommend and I do not subscribe. <laughs> and like we talked about this in our mindfulness group last week. You know, we talked about how happiness or joy is contagious and i think i saw that a lot in 2022 like the the importance of the people that you associate yourself with like there are some people that you talk to and you're going to be that light for them but there should at least be one person at least one person in your regular everyday life that is that light for you that one person that you can go to and there isn't this like drawing of energy, like they're sucking the life out of you, but they are that source of light. There should be at least one person so that there is some kind of like refuge from mm. everything else. Um, yeah. Because it really, energy is contagious, whether it's joy or sadness or anger or whatever it is that you're feeling. So if you're constantly being around people that are, you know, gossiping and angry all the time and complaining about everything negative that's going on in the world. Yeah, that that's going to bring you down real quick. Yeah. And um, speaking of that, it's like when you're talking about energies, uh, it's like, what's that thing that's called where you put water in and then you fill it into a plant to give it nutrients and let it grow? The, what, are, what do they call that? Like a... What? The, the the thing that people the gardener uses to put water puts water in and then he waters your plants and stuff oh, like that. Oh, like a watering can? Is it is it is it a, is it a watering? Yeah, can? yeah. Is that oh, what you're yeah. talking about? Like just the can that you use to put the water in to water the plants? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, watering can. Uh-huh. So it's like a, so the energy and the and the the positive energy, the sulfur energy is being absorbed, um, is being filled in the water and pain. And then as people that are like we are, we like to put in the people, but then at the same point in time, who's refilling the can for us as we're pouring it into people? And it was like it was like I found myself basically pouring in emptiness and just shaking the thing, and it was still yeah. empty. You know, I'm just like, yo, look. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, it, it, it was like, I was talking to somebody a while ago. It was like, yo, they're saying that they're saying it, but they're speaking positivity. They're saying it, but it's not registering. It's not hitting at the core. It's yeah. not rejuvenating yeah. me. It's not filling the soul. And it's like, but I'm still trying to pour out. You know what I mean? I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to give out the, I'm still trying to give out, even though my can, my, my watering can was empty. Right. And I'm giving out, there was, I was giving out reserves. I was giving out space. I was giving out air. And more and more it was going away. It was just like, yo, I couldn't turn it off. I couldn't turn that part off. But then yeah. the other, like the emptiness, and then the emptiness turned into that dark hole of the water again, which is a great analogy. I didn't think about it. And it's the pouring in. It really is. You know what I mean? And so it was like, yeah. I'm trying to water a plant with no water and just like my energy. And it was just like, nothing was filling it in. Even though I had people around me that were like, they cared and people genuinely do care. And it was like, but it just wasn't, I don't, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't the right spice, I guess yeah. you'd say. It wasn't the right, it was like, it's like, it's like you need something for substance, but then at the same point in time, an apple can fill you up, but then a nice juicy apple can fill you up for a whole day. It all depends on what kind of what kind of fruit or nutrients you put in your body. And I was getting nutrients, but it just didn't feel like it was enough energy. And right. it's like empty, empty cal. It was like empty, non-nutritional calories coming in. Yeah. No calories, no nutritional value. So non-nutritional and, value. And yeah, sorry, go ahead, Jordan. I, I was just going to say quickly that your analogy about the watering can is, is, is a perfect analogy because I always talk about how we're, we're all like plants. But the difference is that instead of being a watering can where I'm filling into me and then I'm pouring out into the plant, you should be more like a water fountain where from your overflow, you're feeding the people around you, not pouring out from all that you have. So I'm filling up with water and it's like a cup over a cup. I'm filling up with water. The cup at the top is so full, it's overflowing and filling up the cup at the bottom, right? So yeah. the cup at the top, it's never empty because it's always being poured into. There's always a water supply. Yeah. It started to look like the Sahara Desert. I don't know. I was in a drought. I was in a drought. Right. I was going to um, say, it sounds like Arizona. I was like, well, if I can't do this, I'm just going to turn into a cactus. That's fine. And at that point, right? Pivot, right? right. I'm just going to pivot and be this cactus. And then I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm thirsty, but I'm not designed for this because I need yeah. to be hydrated. We're not meant to be cactus. Yes. <laughs> that well, that's the stubborn. Well, this is work. I'll just do something else. Like, yeah. you know, like I just, when do you stop? But like, it goes back to what Jordan said, like that should be the, the, the ideal part. Like you fill your cup, and then everything else, everybody gets filled, but that's not how I was raised. I was raised to fill everybody else's cup. And so that kind of ring very loud to me right. last year. Like I'm still doing this. I'm literally not even keeping up with my own hygiene. And yet I'm asking this person if they need help, if they need help. Like I right. kept outsourcing my energy. I kept outsourcing because I needed to feel something, but I was like, at what point do you 
love yourself enough to kind of do this for you. That's and figuring that things. out was excruciating because I'm like, I mm-hmm. love myself. Like, I promise you I do. Like, I love this girl. Like, I love her. But I'm like, what is your issue? Like, no, no, no. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle. And I'm like, I can't do it. Like, I just kept going back and forth. And I talked to Jordan about this. Like, there's several different parts of us that keep showing up religiously. Like, my 13-year-old self will show up where I'm like, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I'm so tired of this shit. Why is anybody helping me? Goddamn, like, I'm just going to cheat. You know what? Just give me your paper. Let me go ahead and do that. And then I have the two-year-old self, which... I, it's like I, I verbally, I can't express to you what's happening, but I feel it. Yeah. And I shut down and I, there's no verbal dialogue coming out of here. And I'm watching everybody and I'm being my best two-year-old self, good behavior, but I don't like this stuff. And then there's the 28-year-old that who is a boss lady who doesn't give a shit and will trample through a wall and bring home the championship and do everything she needs to do without any cares to the world. And then the mom shows up where she is empathetic, has shame and guilt and has so much on her plate that nobody else can do it as best as I can. Yet I can't even keep up with my own stuff. So I was like, what is happening? And my friend was like, you have to embrace all of those parts of you. Do not push away those parts of you. That is very much a part of you that you've had to sustain in different realms of these lives. And you wanna honor those things, but in the moment, your body just hijacks itself and it goes back to these memories just like automatic. And that's what COVID was really about as far as mental responses. And I was like, well, how the hell are people supposed to deal with that? Like, it don't make, it doesn't make any sense because then I'm reverting back to these old patterns and behaviors to soothe myself. Right. And I can't, you Mm -hmm. know, I, I have to be responsible. I mean, I got kids to take care of. I've got bills. You know what I mean? I'm just like, you know what? My, my answer to you, God, like, please, please just take it. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's been a lot. So, yeah, that's yeah. so crazy that you guys mentioned that. Yeah. I, I, you hit it on the nose with everything. You said. We definitely hit it on the nose. And it was just like seeing your old, seeing your old self. And I learned a lot about myself, which I was like, what the fuck? I found I had a birthmark on my butt cheek. Didn't even know it was there. I felt and I felt betrayed because no one told me. What? No, nobody honored your birth your birth. Yeah, it was it's off it's below my left, it's below my left on uh, my right butt cheek. And I was like, nobody told me this entire time I had a butt, I had a birthmark on my butt cheek. Wow. <laughs> and you think you really know this? The betrayal. No one did. But I, then one person was like, I thought you knew. How? <laughs> what am I doing? I'm not, I'm not looking back there like that. What do you mean? You know, somebody would have told me something at some point in time. God, much as I ran around naked as a kid, shit. You know? But no, no, no one told me. <laughs> you know, I felt hurt a little bit. I was like, wow. And you think you really know people. So is this to say that if we find random marks on people, we should ask them if they are aware of these random marks? I would think so. I would think okay. so. Be like, that's a cool birthmark. And be like, what birthmark? Oh, you know, you got one right there just below your calf or right there behind your neck. Noted. Or whatever. You know, wherever you're at, wherever you look. <laughs> if you're people watching and you're doing a really good job of looking at people watching, it's like, all right, cool. If you know them, point it out. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself. But yeah. <laughs> if you don't know them, keep it to yourself. But yeah, man. <laughs> you know, 
it was that, and then it was just a whole bunch of bunch of bunch of things. It was just like, wow, I yeah, yeah, 2022. You know what I'm saying? 2023, new you, new new year, new you. All the all the bad, bring it with you, leave it, learn from it, toss it to the side, but definitely toss it to the side, understand and make it a better you, and then apply all the positivity and I was and I realized I was also being like I've always been very critical of myself so yeah it was it was, it was a part of that dark side too that got me so you know mm-hmm. now speak now it's like like we were talking about last time we were doing this love language pop like words of yeah. effort gotta give it to myself yeah the people but I gotta always give it to myself every okay. single day I can't take a break on it I gotta give it to myself every single day otherwise I will not be a functional person. I mean, care about me, but I don't care about me more than I care about others. And I need to do that differently. And that's the crazy part with a lot of people. And it goes back to what Trish was saying about, you know, loving on yourself. Because there we are so quick to love on other people and we go hard for other people. But then, like you said, Mike, we're so critical of ourselves. Like if somebody else were to do the same thing, we would have given them grace and like, it's okay, you made a mistake. And blah, blah, blah. But then when it comes to ourselves, like we beat ourselves up. And there's no grace and there's no sense of of forgiveness. It's just like we just keep on beating ourselves up and beating ourselves and you gotta do better and blah blah blah. But if we could just spin it around for a second and just love on ourselves with the same amount of tenacity that we love on other people just, just for a moment like the impact that that could potentially have on our lives so much greatness so much greatness so much yeah greatness. it's so rewarded though it's 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 that's the other part of me watching how rewarded it is it's rewarded when you push past your threshold it's rewarded when you perfectionize something it's yes. rewarded when you do the same redundant thing to the point of insanity to impress the masses right mm-hmm. like you you put your body you put your vessel not body you put your vessel through all of these things to mold it and lose weight and gain weight and you, at what point do I know I never honored my body the way I should have like every Every different body I got, I was like, wait, I was surprised that it showed up. Like, wait, where, where did this come from? Like, right. how did I earn this? And then I would criticize myself because that's, that's, it wasn't even my language. That's the other part. The critical part of me didn't even belong to me. Yeah. The things mm-hmm. that I was saying to myself are the things that had my elders said. were saying mm-hmm. to me and had been said, you know, and it's like, I would have never talked to myself like that. Or coaches, you know, because you when you play at a higher league, like these coaches, like they own you. And so when you don't come to perform, regardless of what's happening with your internal self, period, you know, maybe you sprained your ankle, maybe you fell off a scooter, hey, I fell off a scooter and went to practice that same day and I couldn't tell my coach, like, hey, this is what's happening. You have to suck it up and push through because there is no room for any sort of sensitivity or whatsoever. And even if there was, I wouldn't know because it was taken out of us at a very young age. Like you're not allowed to cry. You can't, you want something to cry about? I'll give you something to cry about. You're like, you know what? No, I'm good. I'm just going to swallow this and just let it transfer in my body. (laughs) I'm good. Right. Like, it's just like all of that stuff was coming up and I felt myself, like I said earlier, transitioning those ages. And I had to like a recognize and identify that was in that stage and then kind of hold space for myself in those moments. And that's what I feel like winter is about. It's just kind of like, 
I don't know, just sitting with all of yourselves. Cause in the summertime, I don't feel like that. Like I feel like I feel like a brand new person. I'm outside every single day. Like I'm smiling. I'm like, hey, you know, rainbows and sparkles. And then winter comes in. I'm like, all right, I'm good. See y'all in six months. Like <laughs> I got some shit to do. Um, but yeah, last year was brutal. The the lockdown, um just dealing looking at all of my relationships instead of just compartmentalizing relationships. They were like, look at all of your relationships. What is the theme with all of your relationships? Mm-hmm. And I was oh my, like, that's interesting. Um, and I choose, you know, you still will get choices where I'll, self, I'll self-sabotage if I begin to expire in spaces where I've, I'm fed up. Mm. I've done this with jobs. I've done this with sports. I've done this with, I try not to do it with parenting. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's a habit. It's a habit. It's my ADHD. I'm bored. Like nobody tells you how bad ADHD really impacts you after a while. Like your brain is just like, hey, we got, I like new things. And this mundane thing for, you know, day in and day out, is just not going to yeah. work for us. You got to change it up. You got to change it up. Nah. And you got to leave spaces. Somebody said, if you're in a space, as soon as you leave the door, you're entering a different realm. And I thought that was so interesting because it's like my brain gets stagnant. And if I change rooms, now I have a flush of new ideas. Mm. I have a flush of new, like creative things to do and. I was like, oh, I never thought about that. But that does make a lot of sense because every time I changed doors, it was literally because I was in a routine. I was being told what to do. Hey, you're going from X, Y, Z. This is your schedule. This is your plan. My life has been planned out for me from the jump. Like to have all this time on myself to figure out what I want to do, I have no idea. I mean, if I if my bank account wasn't an issue, I'd have been everywhere. Like it would not be an issue. Right, but because I have to consider. You and I are stay. You and I are the stay. Straight up, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, you kind of makes you pivot. Lying. <laughs> lying. One time, just one time, one time. Great, just one time. Yeah. I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Yes. It's all good. Yeah. Hit that lottery. That one time. Just that no. one time. No. I don't want a lot. I don't want a whole you know, quarter of a billion. <laughs> Just, just that one time, give me ten grand. I, you know, I'll make something happen with ten grand. Just that I one. I want my words yeah. to res- re- every time I breathe and speak. I need it to be deposited into my account. Like that's two thousand twenty-three for me. Yeah, every time yeah. I deposit in my account. Just, just go ahead and slide it over. Exactly. I don't want to look at my account no more. Like I feel like I've earned, <laughs> earned my keep in this planet. Like it's time. It's time for some. Uh, yeah. Yeah, again, new year, new you. We're gonna make the best of it. We're gonna do we're gonna do right by each other in every way possible. Yeah. Things like that, you know. I finally have made it. Um I was um um I made a year dating somebody. (laughs) Yeah, and then I got dunked. What is it, six days well, ten days later? Oh gosh, that you know it was okay. It was okay though. It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. It was one of those things where you knew it was coming because although they're good people, but you both realize that you're two different people, and it's best to basically have that discussion like a like mature adults, which we did. And I'm not gonna lie, out of all the breakups I've seen and been a part of, this was by far one of the most maturest ones I've ever done. Talked about it. We expressed ourselves. I understood where they was coming from. They understood 
Oh, they that. broke up with me, so therefore they, I had no choice but to understand where they was coming from. And so it was like, yeah, it was it was it was worth it. It was it was good. It was like pure, and I liked it. Yeah, I mean it was different. I mean I was hurt, but then it's like, can I really be hurt though? Because it's like you're good peoples, but it's like y'all not each other's person. Y'all on two different y'all on two different playing fields or wavelengths and paths and journeys, and it's like you're by the Bible. I'm by something else. Not that I say I'm out here sending it stuff, but you know. And not- yeah, you can, you do have a right to be hurt. You can, you can feel hurt for the loss, but still understand and appreciate why that loss was there. Like those feelings aren't mutually excu- exclusive. Exactly, exactly. And everything about it though was really good though. The whole situation was good and all of that. So, you know, when it was all said and done, it's like, I didn't lose anything. I, I gained a whole bunch of knowledge and, Okay. In an experience that I, you know, basically can put towards my future of making me, of adding on to a better version of myself anyways at the end of the day. Though. So that was that was good, though, for me. Took that in. And I mean, it was interesting. All all that that happened. But it was just like that was like the tail end of the whole thing while everything else was going on in 2022. So it was like, yeah, 2023, you know, new you. New Year. Okay, uh, but can we talk about how you the okay y'all going to the beach? Can we talk about that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Went to the beach, did the whole spiritual cleansing thing. You know, they say the um the 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 ancestors do believe that you know salt water, you know, bathing in the ocean clears out the whole thing, and um yeah. So it was it was yeah it was one of those situations where it was just like you kind of cleared yourself up, cleared your mind, and everything else. It was good. Um. So, but she's Christian though, like yeah. a devout Christian. So, what, whose idea was it to go to the beach to cleanse? Because that's not usually like a yeah, that's not usually a Christian thing. And see, that's and that's like the then that's like the trivial thing. It's like when you're an island person, you believe in the Bible, but then you still believe in the roots. Mm-hmm. So it's like they always got one foot in and one foot out because they'll carry that Bible, but then they still do. Spiritual, spiritual practices, yeah. All of that uh-huh. thing, and then the one side is the Bible, and then the other side is the complete spiritualistic kind of things that they still do. So it's like it plays a role in the both worlds. So it's like I get mm-hmm. it, I understand it. I was brought up in it, so for me, it's understandable. I get the wording behind everything else that it didn't make sense for anybody else that's not familiar with it. It doesn't make sense, but once you're familiar with it, then it's just like okay, cool. I saw somebody talking about how. Um, you know, um, we're basically catering to traumatic behavior by saying it's the culture and we're just chopping it up away where people don't apologize for things because they say, oh, it's our culture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This situation wasn't that, but it just kind of made sense to like how you're one way, but then you still go this way. And I'm just like, eh, you know. You're straddling the fence. Our people are straddling the fence on that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's like when I think about that situation, I think about it in a broader spectrum. It's like we're merciful, forgiving to everyone else but our own people. Mm-hmm. And so we're harder and we're more tougher and we're more we're more stern with our own people than we are with others. So it's like we're we're, we're forever straddling the fence on both sides of our behavior and our and our love and, and our level of forgiveness. So there's that. But yeah, so I you know went to the beach and um, you know, 
Jordan, you know me for a very long time. It doesn't take me long. Huh? You know, once I got my walking papers, I was already looking for a new job. Anyways, so, <laughs> so you know, say, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take my, I wasn't unemployed for long. But you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going through the interviewing stages. That's right. I'm late <laughs> moving on to a new person, to a new situation, as a an employment situation because it's like. It, there's a 90 day review. They're not like there's a 90 day, you know. So we got to do the criminal background checks, the urine, you oh, that's all of those things. You got to make sure you, you know, so you got to make sure you're legit right now. So, oh, uno momento, por favor. We are talking about interviewing for your next candidate. So his his new year, new boo. Not new you, but okay. new boo. That's what we're working okay. on right now. This is, that's an intense process, Jesus. It's like getting through the federal government. <laughs> but in actuality, though, but in actuality, yeah. that's where international people will never get in. No, but in actuality, that's what it is. It's like, you know, you started off with somebody, you, you, you broke up with somebody, but you're not really in the mood to date somebody again, but you're just going to talk to them just to get to know them. That's the interviewing process. You're the browsing. process is lengthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the background checks is you asking them questions. And I encourage everybody, you better ask them uncomfortable questions now. Let a hey, leave no table unturned. Ask them if they want kids, birth defects, medical illnesses. You better hit them where it hurts. Make them walk away either comfortable answering these questions or ashamed that they had to lie oh. to you. Because oh. people going to lie and be like, no, I never had an STD. Okay. Okay. I'll take your word out. When that paperwork comes back, what is this? See? You know what I mean? They walk away. I, I like in the past, I've I, in the, in the, like, wait, 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 way back, way back. Anyways, right? You would ask people, it's like, yo, before we do anything, let's get tested. And they'd be like, nah, what are you trying to say? I'm dirty? No. I know I'm very promiscuous. Obviously, you're single, you ain't married to nobody. So I can't assume you've been holding off for me to get there. So let's just let's not play coy. You know what I mean? Let's not play coy. Let's run a let's run a diagnostic and make sure you know we're not transferring you know wrong oils to each other. You know, I'm being very PG about it as much as I can. <laughs> you know, you know. So it's you know, and so lucky for me, this new person and the person before them, they were all okay with that and a couple of people before them as well. So it's like, you know, it, it's good. But then you run across people that don't want to have that conversation, those tough conversations that I feel yeah. you should have. It's like, yeah, you better ask those uncomfortable questions. Otherwise, you stuck being with somebody that's like, I love them, but I'm not in love with them. Or we got married because, you know, I'm getting old. Really? There's no love there. You just got married because you was getting old. Could have got a dog for that. You know, keep your company. I mean, they have toys now that can do a whole bunch of things that a human being can not do and can do. Yeah, I mean, that can do things, but they can't provide emotional, but they can do a bunch of physical things. That's the case. So what you're saying is there are options. There's a lot of options. No one should have to get married because they feel like they're yeah, exactly. Or you come across the ones that's like, my eggs are drying up. I need to have a baby with just anybody. Really? That's that's what that's what we're coming to now. And I'm just like, yeah, this. No, no, that's not. Yeah, that's not for me. 
this isn't this isn't this isn't this isn't the right wheelhouse. This is not okay. These kind of conversations. And then you have people that are just like, oh no, it's too soon. Nothing is too soon when it comes to your body and your personal space. And too soon for what? Any questions. Any oh. questions. Whether okay. it's marriage, whether it's family history, whether it's trauma, all of that. You gotta know what you're dealing with up front before you before you try to commit to somebody because there's some crazy people in the world. Some really like people. If it, if we want to go back to 2022, I I understand that nobody, not nobody, but the majority do not know themselves. Yeah. Like it's taken, and I I knew myself until I wake up in the morning, and then I got to get to know this other person. You know what I mean? And yeah, 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 yeah. When I'm in spaces, different environments, there's a different side of me that shows up because it's adapting yeah. to that space. So. Right. I, I think the the program, how well they're programmed, is very telling. Yeah, you know, like you know where to go where you'll fit into the program, and you know where to go where you don't fit in the program. And you're just like, what in the actual fuck is happening? <laughs> right? Like, maybe I like this. Maybe I can get to like this. Maybe this is too risque for me, and maybe this is some underground shit where I I ain't trying to play. There you go. Exactly. I think okay. part of it That's though is that this. a lot of us. I've seen this before. Um, a lot of us have so much like trauma that we are carrying around and we have not processed that we are reactionary. Like we're reacting to life all around us, but we never get the chance to really sit and figure out, okay, who am I? What do I like? What do I not like? You know, what kind of man do I really want? Not, not what kind of partner do I need based on my trauma responses, but in my heart of hearts, you know, my desire for my soul self, what do I want? Yeah. And like I was just talking to a client earlier about this, like how, you know, some there are some people who are attracted to people because they fit into their like I had a bad relationship with my dad. So the people that I'm looking for are filling that daddy role. That's not the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with, but they're filling this trauma response role that I have created for them. Right. And so then we end up down the line. We finally decide to do the work. And then you realize, oh, this person. They're not quite what I need anymore because I'm not the same person that I was when we first started. And so it's like, and they can't go to where I'm going either. So I'm like, God damn, like, right. I've been there many times, many times. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have people that are just carry that, that that carry literally that ball and chain strapped to their leg all the way out of, out of, out of sheer, I mean, niceties. I'm going to just call it that. Cause it ain't even, loyalty it's just you being a nice person you want well no some of it is commitment because like there are different types of love one of those types of loves is uh, i'm committed to this person i'm committed to this relationship it doesn't matter what you do as long as it's respectful to me i'm committed to this relationship this situation no matter how i'm I'm gonna let you be in your space and I'm gonna be in my space. Right. And we still have a commitment to make sure that I do my gifts are met. Right. 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 Yeah, and, and nobody it, talks it, about that. <laughs> no, it, it, no, and it's true though. And it's like that's what I'm. That's what I'm always about. Like, have these conversations. Have these weird conversations. Because, like you said, Trish, you're right. Every day we all wake up. We different people. We're in a different. We get in a different atmosphere, a different space, different crew. Like we're going on vacation. Cool. You're on vacation in the United States. You're fine. You're on vacation with a person in a different country. Then you see how they really are. Now you're like. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. find out what you're getting into. But then right. you act, if you can't basically say, listen, I'm gonna drop the both of us in Peru 
and just to see how you're working out, man, you better ask some questions, get creative, find out what you're getting into, find out what it like. I mean, like I said, everybody is different. We're all changing. But then at the end of the day, make sure that person you're trying to get to know and find out that they're worthy to you for whether the outcome of that, that end result. Mm. Not like, oh, I like it then, but now 12 years later, 13 years later, I'm like, you know, I, it's not my cup of tea anymore. Okay. Okay. That'd be happening though. Be happening. Yeah, we're ever evolving beings. Every we're four years for changing. me, three to four. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, I'm on an academic schedule every three to four years. I would change an academic setting. And if I didn't, then I would start feeling stagnant and stuck. Now hey, I'm yeah, for to like, yeah. you know, like I, 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 I could never, nobody's ever spoke about this. I'm glad that you're bringing this up. Like the other part is just accepting like, Hey, it is what it is. You know, it was good while we hung out and stuff like, but this is where I'm right. going. This is where I need to go. And I love you, but I'm gonna need to love you from afar. Yeah, I'm grateful for the time that we had, and I'm accepting that now that time has come to an end. Yeah. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. The individuals, the individuals that what they consider themselves to be the casualties of that, of that, of the receiving of that. I mean, I get it. You don't understand that you, you, you feel one way, and you expected them to feel that way. But unfortunately, this is the world you live in, and we're mm-hmm. all day, every day, growing into different peoples. And mm-hmm. if we're basically not lining up to one individual side, it's like. What do you want them to do? Remain with you out of sheer loyalty, and re- no. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I for one don't understand mm-hmm. it. Like it's like, if like be with the person, if you want to work it out, work it out. Then you continuously working it out, and it and you still not happy. They deserve mm-hmm. a conversation. They deserve a conversation. They deserve to be mm-hmm. talked to, and and for you to express yourself. And if you feel comfortable doing it in front of people, so that way. You don't get knocked over the head. Please do so, because some freaky, some freaky, crazy people out there in the world. Not gonna lie. This is true. I'm not I saw. That there's. I saw a news clip the other day while I was at work. It just popped up on my tile. This dude was stomping the mud hole, and I mean, like ATL walking stomp on this woman's face. Oh no! Because she rejected his proposal. I was like, my god. Oh no. That's the kind of stuff that scares me like about dating in this era because people have like that's not a healthy healthy response to anything. It's like like, my question is how long was they dating for before it doesn't matter? You could be dating for 10 years, that is never an acceptable response. It's not, I'm not saying it's acceptable, I'm just saying a person like that can't hide that kind of behavior tactic. So at some point in time, she had to know if she ever yeah. gave a response that he didn't like, this was going to be her downfall. Yeah. I'm not okay, but I'm like, if a dude got anger issues like that, whether yeah. it's somebody messing up his dry cleaning or his order, you got to reevaluate yourself. Take some Tai Chi classes or something just in case if they come out of pocket or carry a knife with you or carry a gun. However it is, whatever country you're in. Way, Maybe she thought because it was live, she was safe, or because it was being videotaped. You know what? Yeah, that's probably what it was. But yo, he stomped the mud hole out of her, and I was just like, "Bro, oh, no, that's awful. like she's on the ground. He picks his feet up, and he just goes down. I was like, I, mean, I can't courting this whole thing, and I'm just like, and it's another thing. We live in a we live in a generation now where no one intervenes; they just record. Yeah, where was this? India. 
Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a little bit different. They have the, the worst the mental health there. They're, they're so overpopulated. Right. Um, and, and with masculinity, I mean, that's like, um, I don't know what their rules and regulations are there, but I know like shame, I, I can imagine how shameful that was. And maybe that was his response to the shame of being, you know, rejected reject publicly. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Here. I don't care. That that was just for me. But like I said, ask these questions. Read the telltale signs. Everyone, um, I have a friend of mine who feels like, oh, if they did nothing wrong to me, why should I break up with them? Dude, there's plenty of things that isn't right. You don't have to break up with somebody because they hurt you, or they. And you don't have to be with somebody just because they like just because they treat you nice. Good person. Yeah, if they're a good person, that's okay. But it doesn't necessarily mean they write for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can always right. end it. And then, hey, if, if fate intervenes or whatever you believe in says, hey, it's time for you guys to give each other a chance, then by all means, run up on it around that time. But just to stay with somebody talking about, oh, they're good people. Like like I said, my situation, we good people to each other, but we know we two different people. Right. So it's like... I can I can honestly be like, no, I don't want to be alone. I like you. I'm a fight for I'm a fight to get back with you. But why? It's not that you not fighting me not fighting to get back with you doesn't mean I love you any less. Doesn't mean I don't like you like that. No, it just means I understand we two different peoples. You put you presented a case that made valuable sense to me. Like we're two different peoples, we're on two different paths. And the conversation of our relationship, we started it off like that. And it was like either one of us, whenever we come to the point in time in this relationship where we feel like, yo, it's just not enough. All right. We're going to shake hands and bow out gracefully, gracefully. Like I said, I'm doing it different than anybody else has ever, but you know, it's, it's under, I mean, like I said, it's going to hurt either from my side or her side, either way it's going to hurt, but yeah. you know, you're coming from the same place. Don't stay with somebody just to basically be like, Oh, now nah, we got this going out. Oh, they're a nice person. No, if yeah. you genuinely are on two different pages, it's okay to respectfully break up and separate yourselves from that person, but still maintain cordial, maintain the level of respect. Right. There ain't no need yeah. to try to be all it's about it. Exactly. I mean, like your pride getting your pride getting broken into is nothing. It's just your pride. It can always be. It's your pride. I don't know what it. I don't know anything good about having pride. I honestly, it. I don't know. I don't know. Anything good about having pride? The only thing, only thing I take pride in is saying, like being a pride, having pride about my word. If I say I'm going to do something, then I'm going to do my best to live up to it. I'm going to try and live up to it. But if I can't, I'll let you know. Hey, sorry, yeah. But at least I told you, I gave you my word. I'm speaking, right. communicating to you about it. But being a prideful person and letting your pride get in the way of you, of letting somebody else be happy, is, is idiotic to me. And so it's like. It's yeah. crazy that you say that because I feel like there's so many different layers to what love actually means because sometimes love means respect. If you love me, you respect me. If you respect me, you love me. And that mm -hmm. kind of language I got confused with growing up. Mm -hmm. um, also, the love that you're shown when you're younger and the bid for attention that you've shown when you're younger does seem to communicate very loudly in your relationships only when things start going south. Those unhidden um uh, things that you don't have a language for. You've never talked about it with your family. It's just normally accepted. You bring that into these other relationships. Mm. Culturally, 
you know, your debt, you know, whatever you're bringing with your culture. Like it's so complex and it's not as clear as what we're seeing right now, but I feel everything that you're saying. So if I didn't know that I was an avoidant attachment, people would be like, why the hell are you married? You don't even like to be with da 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 da. And it's not that I don't like it. It's just that my time, my, my, my meter for social media for anything is it's, it's skeptical. (laughs) Sometimes I could do a day, sometimes I got an hour, but let's be very mindful. Like there's other things in life that kind of takes you away and it is your birthright to go to these spaces that you truly enjoy and love. And then there's that part of you that wants to, that, that needs that party. I'm sorry, biologically and autonomy, you're a human and you need connection. How people bid for connection is up for, is it's on the person. It's on that individual person. Not everybody's going to agree. Now, how you move in spaces because of whatever the, the, the case may be, may look different from what it did when you were in their 20s versus in your 30s versus in your 40s and so on and so on and so on. It's never cut and dry. I wish that it was. It'd make life so much more easier. Um, yeah. But I, I hear what you're saying, though. I, I, I hear it and, I, and I feel it on so many different levels. And the other part to that is, People don't know how to communicate like that. The communication, there's a recent study that communication has taken a huge plummet, like with the social media and the short videos and the the brain is only capable of holding probably, I don't know, 30 seconds worth of that. What does that do for a relationship? Like, how do you build off of that? How do you build off of online, online connection when it's supposed to be, you know, like a a real connection? Like, it's just interesting. And then when can you allow somebody to love you and show up as themselves? And then when do you unprogram what you thought was love, what you view as what you they should do for you as honorable um, in, in your space in that time for that moment? Because relationships are not 50-50. They're just not. Marriages are not 50-50. Sometimes it's 80-20. Sometimes it's 90-10. Sometimes it's five. Like, it depends on what's happening. And nobody nobody teaches you that. And when you get into it, you're like, fuck that shit. I'm out. Like, you ain't doing your part. <laughs> like, I've been, right? And it only rang, rang around to me when I heard Michelle Obama talking about it. Like, these big names where they're like, they're still with their hubbies, but they're like, listen, I didn't yeah, like them all the balance. time. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't like my husband the first 10 years. I'm be very honest with you. I did a lot of the freaking work. And then I went with his family who are, they speak Spanish and I don't speak no Spanish. And now I have to be, you know what I mean? Like, there is a lot going on with me, but it was, the situation, but it wasn't really about like me not loving him. It's just like, yo, like, where you at? Like, what you doing? Why not with your family, not you? Like, but Michelle Obama, like she said it very clearly, like he's going out there to do his thing. I'm doing yeah. my thing. Like, I didn't realize I was going to be the, the kin keeper of the family. Like, I didn't sign up for that. I'm not very domestic. Like, I'm not. I'm just never going to be domestic. I am a wanderlust. I want to be out there on the plane, going somewhere or a Greyhound bus because I am a flight risk. And I'm okay with that. So I take my babies and we be a flight race together. <laughs> Whereas but you know that. To, and that's the most important part, right? Right. I'm aware of that. And then he likes to sit at home, watch TV, cook, be with the dog and, and just be at home. And I'm just like, that's so boring. Like, why? For why? But then I'd complain if he'd go to the club, which he doesn't. But you know what I mean? Like, there's always something that I can nitpick about him. But I need to stay in my, I, I'm in my happy space. He's in his happy space. And it just kind of works. Yeah. And sometimes it does not work. 
<laughs> sometimes it just doesn't work. And I have to be okay with that too. And sometimes I turn into my girlfriends and I'm just like, I have my little session. Sesh. And yeah. sometimes it's the 28th of the month and I don't like nobody. I mean, I just, it depends. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. And it, and it, it is one of those things where it's just like everybody's different. And it's like coming from a guy's perspective, we're going to look at, we're going to look at it as from females are always, uh, we're, we're going to look at it as females always got something going on. They're in the different spaces. They're, they're this, they're that. But it's like, to be honest with you, understand like to me like i have to be i like in order for me to be this open-minded the way that i am i had to go through a lot of different women in a lot of different scenarios for me to understand that yo literally i got taken up and through there emotionally and respectfully and you know heartbroken wise as well mm-hmm. and so to understand that everybody literally is their own person and the problem is for most uh for most women and i'm gonna say that because it's like when you dealing with them, when, when it comes to men, yo, it's like we're very simple. Not and not too many of us want too much. Not too many, not too many of us ask for a lot. So it's like when we get with women, though, we're expecting almost the same thing. But in actuality, it's women are the ones that basically want to be one minute they this and one minute they that. For us, we're in the same box, and it's like we're okay in that wheelhouse, no matter what it may be. We may venture out every now and again, but the comfortability, like you said, for a lot of cats, is staying at home, cooking, chilling, watching TV. And for you, it's like going out, doing this and kind of things. And then some people aren't like that. And then there are also men that are like that with you, that are like that exactly like you are. And they get with somebody else that is just this homebody and that just wants to chill at home and not do nothing. And it's like, these are the people that you choose to be with. But then at the same point in time, understand and support their 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 differences and respect that and then if you can't then you know what i'm saying so be it but then with like i said though but the problem is, is that everyone's communicating but they're not effectively communicating they're they're, they're they're just they're just hitting the surface nobody ever wants to even when the people are getting married they don't talk about the wrong things because then your mind is programmed i don't want to hurt their feelings i don't want to make them feel this kind of way i don't want them to think this and i don't want them to think that then you start talking yourself out of basically being truthfully honest to yourself about mm. what you want, what you expect, what you're looking for, and what what makes you happy, what turns you on, what turns you off. And so everybody gets caught up. It's in a whole thing of worrying about what their partners going to what their how their partner is going to respond, and it allows them to it, it, it basically in it allows them to go ahead into that shutdown mode and say, "No, I'm not going to mention it. I'm going to just keep it to myself." Mm. It's not okay. No matter what it is, if a if you dating somebody and they ain't hitting it right, talk to them about. It. Unfortunately, for a lot of men, that's going to be a hard conversation to have. But I encourage a lot of men to take yeah. that conversation. This is why they created toys. You better start adding something into the bedroom, into the repertoire. And if a female wants to do something different, then by all means, express that to her. Let her know your comfort zone. But people should start doing that before they decide to hop into a marriage. And then basically, because everybody's um me and my cousin we were talking about a while ago in in the dating process everybody gets their representative and there for some people their representative would stay around for a long long time they would stay in that relationship being the representative their entire time in that relationship never truly letting their true self out yeah and then 
And then it comes to the point where their true self comes out. Now somebody's like, who is this person? Right. Who's this person? And you married to them already. But it's like, why go through all that? Why do that? For the for the sheer sake of not being alone. Because it's like you get with a guy and you you want to portray the role like you're you're a homemaker, you cook and clean. But then once you get the guy, you don't do it anymore. Why? If that's not you, don't pretend to be that person. But a lot of people, the problem is that a lot of people feel like that person is unacceptable. Like if I, if I don't do these things, if I'm not this socially acceptable version of myself, then nobody's going to want me. I'm never going to get to that place with a guy. And then unfortunately, and you know what? You're right. You're probably never going to get to that place with a guy. But then the right That's per- not true. The no, right no. person will come along. <laughs> like I was going to say, the person that is good for you is going to see you right. on those parts. And it's the same thing for like society makes it a, a consistent norm for men to go out on any date with any woman, buy her flowers, show her that you like her, spend money on her. That means you care to the point where you got a generation of women is like they're unappreciative of any gesture a man does because they feel like you're supposed to do that because I'm a woman. But sure. then, like, then, then the whole mentality goes, it's all about them, 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 them. And it's never, it's never about the man. And then that's when you get a guy who wants to step out and be appreciated by somebody else who's idolizing what she has and she's not taking it. Right. And responsibility. And then it's like people get into that point, like, you know what I'm saying? Where, buy her flowers, get her diamond jewelry and stuff like that. But then it's like, now you're just buying somebody's affection. You're just buying. Mm. And the moment you stop doing that is the moment you are no, it's the moment um, you're no longer a value to them. And they, and they, and they move on to somebody else. And it's true. A lot of men basically will be starved of attention, affection, affirmation, love, and all of these things, because it's like, if you're not, you going into a relationship, you gotta, you gotta be given something and expect nothing in return. Every single time, any man that gets into a relationship, we don't say it out loud, but it's like you get into a relationship and you expect, you know, you got to take her out. You know, you got to spend this X, Y and Z type of money on it Mm. for a good time. Even if it ain't even even if even if you stay within your budget, you still got to spend money on them. And then when it when it's all boiled down, it's like, what do they do to make you happy? What do they do to make you feel like you're special or a priority? Because at the end of the day, not every man is like, yo, buy me this, buy me that. If you do it, that's cool. But most men just want the simplest things. But then people get into that whole, we're all programmed into being that one person doing the same thing over and over again, the rap race. And then everybody gets surprised about, oh, no, you left me. Oh, no, she left me. That's not part of the program. (laughs) She left that part out. Exactly. What you expect? It's like, come on. You you set up, you set yourself up to be one way at the beginning, and then when you can't, no, when you no longer can live up to that way, people are going to leave. So I tell everybody, man, you better set yourself up who you are up front, so they know what they're getting. In. You're okay. sorry. Listen, I'm a sour patch kid. I'm sweet and I'm sorry. I'm gonna be nice and sweet to you. I'm gonna give you flowers every now and again. But if you expect that joint every time I hang out with you, no, I'm not that person. No, I'm not. Okay. And then I'm going to ask a woman, do you like flowers? And they say, yeah, what kind? All right, cool. You get them that flowers. You know what? Thank you. I was talking to somebody and they're like, thank you. But you could have spent this money on chocolate. So, I mean, flowers are just going to die. I don't really take care of them. Then why did you tell me you like flowers? Just say that. <laughs> you know I mean? just, just say that. Don't have me waste my money on something that you don't like. Yeah. But at the same point in time, did I ask that question? No, I did not. So 
In the words of Cray, in the in the words of my Haitian ancestor, which in other words means who sent you? I sent myself in that situation. So I need to, so like I said, communicating, but then I'm not effectively communicating. I need to right. ask the right questions. Don't assume that every woman likes flowers. Don't assume that every woman likes chocolates. Don't assume that every woman likes dark chocolates. And the same thing for women. It's like, and, and, and most importantly for men, it's like, you're dating a woman. If they're not invested in you as an individual of character, knowing what you like, don't get with somebody who doesn't like sports and you like sports. There's chicks out there that like sports now. Get you somebody that likes sports. You know what I'm saying? Granted, though, she may be built like a linebacker, but at least you'll be happy. I mean, you can be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't like. I mean, there is a balance. Like, you can not like sports and be in a relationship with somebody who likes sports and still find that balance and connection. Yeah, no, no. And, and, no. Okay. I like live sports, but I don't like watching sports on TV. There you right. go. It's not spoiled like that. Wait, if I do if I do sports on TV, it's a function going on. I'm at a bar. I'm really not watching the game. I'm actually listening to other people's talk to each other in the conversation. But I do agree with what you're saying, Jordy. And I I take it back. I apologize. You can get somebody to like thing. They don't have to necessarily like the same thing as you. But don't okay. get somebody that obviously doesn't like the same things as you. But they're portraying the role like they do. Right. Because right. like you you get somebody that says they're really into art. What's your favorite artist? Not we're not talking mm. about people. We're just talking about like art paintings. Uh, I don't really know. There's a lot, and they just throw out a random name. Like, come on, like seriously, why are we doing this? So it sounds like as we're wrapping up. So it sounds like everybody's kind of focused in the new year, new you category is really on authenticity, being able to be your authentic self, showing up as your authentic self, speaking your authentic voice, regardless of whether that's with your partner or a potential partner or friends or family or whoever, but just being able to All show up in this space. Yes, in every relationship dynamic, showing up as your full self. Unadulterated, just this is me. Backwards about the bus into song, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just being able to show up fully as yourself. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's been the theme really of what we've been saying for the last hour and one minute. Um, just, being us, being able to say, this is what I need. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is who I am. And you can take it or you can graciously leave it. Right? I believe I believe that's what Trish was definitely saying. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair. Uh, so 2023, the year of authenticity. I, is that a fair assessment? I, the year of... I think I think that's a good stepping into the new. <laughs> yeah, what's what's your word as we as we wrap up? What is your word for 2023? Oh. What what energy, what intention are you bringing into this year or we're already in this year, but are you manifesting in this year? I think what I'm going to say for myself is definitely authenticity. Um, just being able to flow as I am in whatever spaces are meant for me. I ditto. Flow as I am. That day. Today. <laughs> today. Right in this moment right now. Today. <laughs> tomorrow, yeah. I may be flowing in a different direction, but that's where we are tomorrow. Right now. I'm new day, new me. That's it. Right. <laughs> there you go. You have to take it as it. As is. Yeah. I would say I would say love thyself. Love thyself. Mm. 
Love thyself before you love anybody else. Love thyself first. There's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. Even before your kids, there's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. Because they always going to come sick. Because if you don't, who's going to take care of them when you're gone? Yeah. Take care of yourself so you can take care of them. And eventually they're going to be out the house. Then they're going to put you in a home. <laughs> if you didn't take care of yourself, then sure will. You know, it is that part. It is that part. You know what I'm it is that part. But yeah. So for Mike, it's the year of self-love. Yes, yes, 100% self-love. Got to. Trish and I, it's the year of authenticity flowing as we are. I feel it. Being yourself, being yourself. Got to. And for those who are tuning in, in the comments, let us know. What's this year for you? What intention are you setting? What word brings in 2023 for you? Drop them in the comments. Yes. All right, lovely people. Well, that... That wraps up our time for today. Awesome. <laughs> That's great. Any final thoughts, final words? No, welcome back. I missed all your faces. Yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Okay. Yeah. What did you like say? That? So, yeah. That's it for yeah. me. I to say. All right, lovely beings. Well, thanks for popping in and chit-chatting with us. Feel free, like I said, to leave that word in the comment. Let us know what your 2023 is the year of for you. Other than that, we will see you all soon. Have a fantastic week. And we'll catch you next time on Beyond the Front of Our Parts. Bye. Bye.